Happy, happy Wednesday. Yes, it's hump day. Uh, you will forgive my, uh, <laughs> you will forgive my late, late night show. You know what? No, now I'm not going to ask for forgiveness. I might want to do a late night talk show here on Ready, Set, Real Estate. This might be just fun for those of you who usually can't make it on the live at 11 o'clock is when we normally air the show. But tonight, this evening, uh, my husband and I were chaperones today for uh, Lathan's uh, school field trip. They got to tour the SoFi Stadium. That was really fun. And so I decided after my workout, I was reading headlines and I was like, yeah, we're going to have a show today because we've got some stuff to talk about. So make sure you say hi, hello, first off, right? Hi, hello in the chat below. Drop your comments below. We're going to have a, I think, fun topic tonight. I'll just go ahead and flash it here. We are on episode 187. We will be talking about those who are underwater. Who's at risk? Who are we talking about? Who should we be paying attention to? Who needs some extra love and support during these next quarters as we are watching our real estate market closely? Got my, listen, got my, eye, got my new eyes on you. I've got my new eyes on you. Okay. Before I jump into that, of course, I want to say, Hello to those who are new to me. My name is Lisa Gillette, also known as Super Agent. I'm founder, creator of many cool things, including your show, your show host. Uh, this is year five for us. That is just year five. <laughs> Clap that up. Lift that up. Hello. Talk about commitment and discipline. I've been really excited to share that I have been committed to my own personal goals and professional goals. Had a great year, record-breaking year. I am still in my studies, continuing education. So I just want to say thank you. Oh, my birthday's coming up. Ooh, this is all exciting. And with that, this year has been really great. Um, and, and I say that really in the spirit of just being focused, being committed and disciplined. Yes, it's been challenging for some folks, given that there's been, uh, you know, different things shifting in the market. But listen, stay committed. Hey, sis, Queen Brianna's on here. She says, amazing. I see you, Queen. I'm here. I'm staying. You will be very proud, too, by the way. I have watched you stay committed to your workout plan, and I jump back on. So I've been three weeks committed, uh, working out, running three miles a day. And yes, I loved it. I love feeling me again. So yeah, <laughs> she says, congratulations. Same with you and your family. I just love your family. Amazing. Uh, so with that, I say, listen, we are still here giving the latest raw uncut news. Uh, my background is an active real estate broker and professional and agent trainer. We're bringing those workshops back 2023. So we will be back with those workshops. What else? A short sale certified experience, probate short sale, short sale <laughs> certified and experience. Same with probate. And I also hold the designations for seniors, real estate specialists for those who are seniors. I just love my seniors. I just love my senior community because they need some special 
love and attention when they are making their decision to market their property to maximize their equity. In other words, liquidate or sell their property, downsize, upsize, move, relocate, just going through life events. So that's my spiel of who I am. In the meantime, let's talk about those goals. We are now like days away from 2023 fiscal year end of 2022 is now culminating so if you have not joined us with executing those goals or writing down down those goals we are starting already for 2023 write it down and it's it can just be something just small it's about being focused and committed so uh bomo who was in chicago with us last time he talked about just focusing on improving his credit score if you're talking about wanting to own the traditional conventional way, like you've got a nine to five or you're self-employed, you've got to up your FICO, you've got to save for down payment, you know, and there's these steps that you have to do to get the property, albeit the your first unit, second, third or fourth unit, you've got to put in the work. Like no one else can do that. I get it. You want to have someone fix my credit and do all this kind of stuff. But listen, the CFPB are cracking out, cracking down on some of those companies who are like payday loans, really hurting you instead of helping you. Financial literacy is key. You've got to learn how to manage your finances. It's a fun game once you learn how to play it because FICO scores and credit scores are literally, honestly, take it from someone who's been there, done that. Busted credit, all kinds of stuff, you know, had judgments, people wanting to sue me, liens and all, uh, just uh, take it from someone who's been there, done that. It is a snapshot of a point in time in your life that you can heal from, you can build from, you can come back. That's the beautiful thing. It's like relationships. It is mirroring at that time in your life. That's what you were willing to tolerate. At that point in time in your life, that was what you were willing to accept. At that time in your life, that was a standard. This is why we're talking about executing those goals and writing them down. So if you are fo if your credit score focused, then that's what you should be writing down. What's the score you're aiming for? And then what are the next steps? The next time I get on the show, I'm going to give you the website. So of course, since I'm talking about credit, because someone needed to hear it. I normally don't start off talking about credit, but someone needed to hear it. Let's go here. All right. So giveaway here. Uh, we talked about it in the last, during the pandemic, you actually were able to access your credit, your, your credit reports for free every day, if not every week for free during the pandemic, as people were going through some stuff, right? Uh, each and everyone exhibiting and experiencing the pandemic in different ways. Some of you, some of us pandemic rich or pandemic boom, some of you pandemic bus. We're going to talk a little bit more about pandemic boom and bus shortly. Website, annualcreditreport.com, annualcreditreport.com. This is the only, only approved government website that you can access your credit reports, all three. How many? One, two, three. How many? One, two, three. All three, what are your credit reports? What are the names of your credit reports? If you're listening and tuning in, drop the names of one credit bureau and I will send out a mug or a snapback. I will snap. See, I, I just, I'm in the mood of gift giving. It is the holiday season. So drop it in the chat. Name one of three credit bureaus because this is an educational edutainment show 
and we'll send out the 15 ounce ready set real estate mug. Name one of three credit bureaus, the first three people to do it. All right. We'll come back to that. Give you time to type. <laughs> you guys are like Googling. What's the name of it? What's the name of it? If you've been following me and, and staying in touch, you know this, right? If you, your youth or your scholar have been in my class, your children know this information if they've attended our real estate boot camps. We're bringing that back. Although, let me say, when I say we're bringing it back, it's not that they disappeared. We have ran three cohorts in 2022 in collaboration with um, MISLA, that's made in South LA, in collaboration with Vermont's Lost and Economic Development Corporation, uh, doing great things for the community. So yeah, those boot camps did happen. Okay. And uh, we had a great time and it's just you know, new schedules, new you, that whole thing that you guys like doing, right? New you, new boo, new me, new body, all, you know, all that fun stuff. So new money, new job. It's cool. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm here with my new eyes. <laughs> all right. Annualcreditreport.com. Got it. Let's see what else. Ooh. Okay. So that was just my spiel on goals, writing down goals, 2023. Uh, I executed mine. I put some more new goals on the board for myself, professionally and personally. And I've shared that with you. We've executed and we'll continue to do it. That's the way things done. The universe responds to that. When you execute a goal and it's complete, you now have a void. And what happens? The universe conspires to fill the void. So unless you're being intentional with filling it with something you want to co-create in your life, guess what? If you don't plan, someone else is planning for you and you're going to be part of someone else's plan. Anyway, whole nother class. That's a whole nother class. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see what else announcements, announcements. We're good so far. Disclaimers as I get into the show topic today, of course, the information provided on the show is not or meant to be considered legal or tax advice. Please seek and speak with those reputable licensed and tax professionals regarding your unique situation. I say that with so much love, care, love and care. Please, please go ahead and seek those reputable licensed tax professionals and let them know what's going on. If you need someone local, of course, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm happy to support and guide you and refer you uh, to which direction may best support you, right? We're here building this community that is about your best interests, okay? If you win, we all win. We win together. I'm feeling that. See, that's what happens when you work out. Like I'm in my win mode. Win, <laughs> yeah, you win. I win. We're all winning. This is how I'm feeling right now. That's what happens. That's what happens when you do a show after you work out. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, before I drop today's show sponsor, I do want to invite you, if you're interested in uh, sponsoring an episode, you may reach out to me, DM me, text me, email me, uh, 323-488-3265, 323-488-3265. And of course, you can send me an email, lisa at lasuperagent.com. Be sure, as my son reminds me, he says, mom, I love your show. You're doing great, but you forget to invite people to like and subscribe and follow you. Okay, so this is my spiel now. That time, sharing is caring. Don't keep me a secret because we're now year five. We're five years in. We're on episode 187. Murder. 
heard this one, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it's horrible. <laughs> Who was that? Dr. Dre, Snoop? Uh, 187. It has nothing to do with that. It's terrible. See, I should know better because that's the penal code, right? That's the Cal that's the penal code for Mark. Anyway, this is off topic. That's what happened when you're in law school and you're studying all this stuff is like it's top of mind, top of brain. Anyway, just scratch all that I said. Just scratch all that. <laughs> scratch all that. If you're interested in sponsoring a show episode, reach out to me. I'd be happy to connect with you and let's just put a package together to see what works to get your message and uh, get you on our radio podcast. By the way, we are everywhere. We are, ooh, fun facts. Okay, let me do this real quick. I have to do fun facts. Did you all know that, ooh, watch this. So we hit, um, we're on, we're doing the Spotify wrap up and I think I posted the Spotify wrap up. Check this out right here. Like, boom, I'm gonna share it real quick. Look at this. Look at this fun fact. Okay, bear with me. Boom, here we go. Look at this. You released 50 through you, me, be, me and team, Ready, Set, Real Estate, released 53 videos this year, and they were in the top 25% most viewed. Woohoo! Absolutely. We were in six countries, Kenya being one, Germany being the other, Argentina, forgive me for the other countries that I missed, but yes. Uh, what else was our wrap up? We had some fun wrap up facts that I was just like, man, Lisa, you're like doing it out here. Woohoo. So had to share that. Uh, this year we had a great time. And this was really about commitment and discipline. For those of you who know me, lot when what 29, 2020, when the pandemic hit, we like pumped out 16 entrepreneur trainings and videos. We did four days was 16. It was a lot, but it was just me loving on you to just keep you in a forward motion and momentum because I know a lot of businesses, a lot of entrepreneurs suffered during this time. Everyone was worrying about like, what do I pivot to? Pivot to what do I do? Thank you for those of you who send messages and DM and are asking me, hey, what do you think about, you know, jumping into this area of real estate? And I'm here for you. I'm here for it. Listen, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm good with it. All right. Can you tell I'm excited? Okay, show sponsor today. We are going to do, mm, 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 gotta give our love to Ominous Property Solutions. Uh, shout out to them, by the way, they're adding home inspections to their uh, anchor, to their business. See, they clearly had a goal. They executed that goal and they're expanding. So listen, those of you who are in this circle here, know what I'm talking about, about executing, writing down those goals. All right. We'll be right back after the sponsor break. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end -end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. 
visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. Thank you. Thank you, Amish Property Solutions. Check them out at omnispreservation.com. I know they're revamping their focus. And if you are looking for a crew or a team to do some handyman projects, cleanouts, board ups, lockups, what else? Uh, now, home inspections, if you are in the real estate professional community, or if you're a seller also just wanting to do an annual check on property condition, great to still do those maintenance. That way you don't hit expenditures or unexpected expenditures, like knowing that, oh, it rained and now you need a roof. But had you done an inspection, you would have known that maybe the uh, the shingles were starting to wear out or break or the flashing was missing in certain areas, right? I say that because we're in that season, winter for some, uh, snow, and we are in the rainy season for some parts. We've had some rain and I've noticed some of those roof companies have been out in your backyards. Yeah. So hopefully you've budgeted for that because I know financing that can be a ouch. With that, I say, be cautious. Be cautious with those of you who get solicited to get a roof and then a solar panel. Uh, I do understand that there's like some bill and some movements and, you know, just policy in terms of getting tax credits and all, that whole thing. But I'm like, I'm, I look at it from this standpoint. Here's where I am with it because the folks I know that are targeted for solar panels are usually targeted by companies, contractors, and those other companies that are working to finance it through PACE and the HERO program. They are not properly explaining how repayment of the solar panels or the roof, roof replacement uh, works. And so what that means is essentially over a 20, 30 year, and I think the last one that I saw, I saw a recent PACE loan to be a 40 year loan. And the job, roof job, was $60,000, not including this interest rate. I think it was 8% amortized over you know, 30, 40 years. It's double the amount. And I, I, this is why I implore you, like, who's your top five? You should be calling your real estate advisor, consultant or broker and saying, listen, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Do you have a referral? You've got to build those relationships. Because if you don't and you do this on your own, what happens is you get this stuff done and then you get a surprise 12 months later because no one told you that the repayment comes through your property taxes and now your property taxes has doubled in the amount that you were accustomed to. So if you recall the last episode when we were talking about short sales and I said the next subprime market no one is paying attention to is right in our very own backyards. And what's going to cause that? Those of you who are getting solar panels against my advice. This is my professional advice. <laughs> These are This is my professional advice. I'm serious. I'm serious because you think it's great until you get the paperwork and then you realize that you just screwed yourself. And... I go, why didn't you call someone? So I'm pleading with you, share this video, 
let someone know you should really consult a professional, an expert, someone who has your best interest and is not making the commission 10 times over on the sale of that solar panel along with everything else they're trying to package and sell to you. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. I'm off my soapbox. Hey, Prima, how are you? Shout out to my cousin, Andrea. Thanks for the tag and the share. She's like, sharing is caring. Someone needs to know. Someone needs to hear this. Okay, cool. Let's get into sharing this video now. Boom. As I said, we are going to talk about those who are underwater. In 2022? <laughs> Already? How many of you were surprised that there were home buyers or homeowners that would be underwater during this shift? How many? No one. There's no way. There's no way. Maybe if you're out of tune. So let me say this, and I'm going to just open this up and I'm going to love on those who I'm going to be discussing. I want to first say congratulations to the 2022, 2021, and 2022 borrowers. I'm going to focus more on the 2022 home buyers. I'm going to definitely root on and uh, share some support towards the end of this uh, video. We're, we'll do presentation style. So take some notes. I've got like an 800 number for you, for you to call for those of you who might experience some challenges or financial hardships. But the reality is we knew this could possibly happen at the risk of those who are putting low down payments in a very highly priced market during a volatile, uh, it's bumpy, <laughs> during a volatile market shift, right? Correction, all these improvements, adjustments, whatever the fancy words they're using nowadays to describe the fact that we have not let our real estate market self-correct in over, let's see, Obama's administration pumped out a stimulus and it just put a Band-Aid over it. Trump's administration came and lowered interest rates and it was like, woohoo, the greatest time in the real estate market, real estate community. Yes, it was like, woohoo. And then Biden administration here is trying to, you know, you know whoa, whoa. It's trying to slow it down. And so because inventory has been really funky and low, it's offsetting this slowdown. I talked about this last week when I said this is a very unusual real estate market. Why? Because even though there's not that many properties being listed and sold, they're still being sold at a high price, even though interest rates are still high. So. If you're if you've had economics, econ 101, I'm a finance minor, psych major. This is kind of my background, people and money. You would know that price and rates, you should know. But if you don't know, guess what? I am happy to share this fact with you. Typically, customarily, price and rates have an inverse relationship. You see that? Inverse relationship. Cue the arrows right? So price is up, rates should go down. If prices go down, rates go up. What is happening right now is that we still have, let me say my camera view, we still have 
prices up, rates up. So that makes for a really funky formula for home buyers in this market. What I have shared in the past is don't let that dissuade you because sellers are more inclined to help you out in concessions. In fact, I was looking at some properties uh, earlier this week, Monday, <laughs> and notice there are still listings that are marketing sellers who are willing to pay your closing costs. You take that money because you're supposed to have saved for your closing costs anyway, in addition to your down payment. And so you take what the seller is willing to credit towards your closing costs, and then you perhaps buy down your interest rate, get a great lender, get a great mortgage team, get a great real estate team to negotiate and get you the best results. We're here for this. All right. So let's continue. So here we're talking about those 450,000 home buyers who are in all reality already underwater in 2022. What does that mean? That means that there were a group of borrowers and home buyers that were more at risk than the others. Who are you talking about? What'd you say, Willis? <laughs> when I, I should, I see, I have, I'm, you're, I'm at this, like all this energy because of my workout, but then this is a serious matter. Okay. So let's, let's be serious. Okay. This is a serious matter. Borrows at risk, at risk. My first time home buyers. All right. So this is why I say kudos to you for getting through this, but then there's something that is likely happening that we have seen because history repeats itself and people have short-term memory and they realize that they may have gotten in over their heads. And I recall some stories of people who I've turned away and recommended that you wait, wait till you have more savings, wait till you make more money, wait until affordability matches your situation. Don't do it because everyone else says to do it. Buy when it's right for you. I'm quoting Victor Dean, uh, one of our lender partners. Buy when it's right for you and your situation. Not because your friends did it. Not because you work from home. In fact, how is that working out? For those of you whose employers are going through mass layoffs. So we went through the great resignation and now we're going through, what are they calling the layoff? They have like a play on words, the something, mass layoffs. And so if you've been one of those parties who are getting a three-month severance type deal or situation, and you just purchased, you just closed, you are in this window of you know early default payments, uh, I feel for you. So we're going to talk about EDP shortly because there's just so much to talk about. But I want to keep this short and simple so that we can keep focused on who we should be paying attention to. And of course, questions, comments, and feedbacks. All right. So let's talk about bars at risk. You have your first time home buyers and those who use the FHA insured loan. Oftentimes, when first time buyers think about purchasing, they're like, hey, uh, do, do you have first time home buyer programs? Those that come to mind are these types of products the FHA insured loan that allows you to have some debt. I think as high, I'm not a lender, disclaimer, by the way, not a mortgage banker professional, do seek your mortgage consultant professional regarding your specific criteria 
okay? Uh, but in terms of FHA insured loans, it tends to be popular among the American population. Why? Is because it is the loan product that I like to call and most in the industry call the story loan. It allows you to tell a story as to why your FICO score is 620. It allows you to tell a story why you missed two payments three years ago. It allows you to tell a story why you have a bankruptcy on your report. It allows you to tell a story and explain your situation. So for those of you who know the what had happened was, and, and so they literally will have you draft an explanation letter. It's called an LOE letter of explanation and say, explain, why is this this way? And then you write a letter and say, well, the reason is I lost my job. The reason is, is I got sick. The reason is I was in the hospital. The reason is I got divorced. The reason is I, you get it, right? You explain the situation. They go, okay. See, the underwriters need the story to understand you beyond the numbers. That's the job, the wonderful job of your mortgage professional to do that on your behalf. Okay, so this is a government-insured or government-backed product. We talked about GSEs, like the government-sponsored enterprises that back these loans. Now here, although these bars are at risk right now because they put the lowest down payment, typically, they had put the lowest down payment, meaning you have the lowest equity stake in your home, the lowest skin in the game type scenario, situation. Uh, FHA allows you to put how much down? What's the down payment? As low as 3.5%. I'm going to do it like a class, like when I do with the youth, right? So it will allow you to do 3.5% down, 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 down. If I can type today, that would be wonderful, Lisa. Okay, jump into chats here. By the way, shout out to those of you who are streaming on my brother, my friend, ERGJ Enterprises. Thank you for your continued support, growing the channel, doing amazing things. Thanks for who's catching us on the Lisa Gillette Facebook channel. That is a Facebook watch channel. So FHA is low as 3.5% down payment. Uh, YouTube, hi there. Hi. We've grown our YouTube channel, by the way. We've got over 900 subscribers and growing. So thank you for that. And those of you who are tuning in already said real estate, you will catch us on the replay on the radio podcast, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, you know, Google, all that of Stitcher, all that fun stuff. We're everywhere, everywhere, we're everywhere. So three and a half percent down payment, VA loans. It's another, the good, and so let me finish these thoughts when we talk about down payment, all right? So VA loans, so what is the down here you say? Zero, zero down. Isn't that something? It's a great loan product for those of us, for those of you who are military family, military family, army vets and stuff like that. So thank you for your service is what the government says that we will offer you one of the lowest interest rate products. You'll, you're allowed to put zero down if you choose. If you choose, you're allowed to put zero down payment However, you can put more, right? Because then that affects your mortgage. This is just math, people. Math. This is math. Okay. So who else? 
this government-backed loan also at risk. Not so much, but you know we're in that pool with a low equity stake. What risk are we talking about? Slipping underwater. I'm glad you asked. Great question. What are they at risk for, Lisa? Slipping underwater. We're going to talk about on the next slide, EDPs. EDPs, those are people who are actually already past due and they just bought their homes. Ooh. And so I want to discuss what that does to the psyche because we saw this happen in the 2008 housing crisis. Okay. Okay. Yes. Got it. Making those notes. Very good. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So oftentimes you're hearing about the conventional product that is the equivalent to FHA loans. Freddie Mac has a, a loan that allows you to put as low as 3% down. It's called Freddie Mac Home Possible. Freddie Mac Home Possible. They actually don't include, I think, upfront fees like uh, the FHA insured loans. It, that FHA insured loan product is a pretty expensive product. So even though you put three and a half percent down, do know on the front and the back end, that loan is expensive. So you have the Freddie Mac Home Possible loan. <laughs> I called it um, Freddie Mac, Freddie Max, three <laughs> percent down. Like Lisa, how do you know this? Well, because my job as a broker is to understand how can I finance a deal? How can I get a buyer into the home given their situation? This is not you know, a cookie cutter. It's not a one size fits all. You as a real estate professional uh, should know this information, should work with a great team so you know how to assist and uh, get your get your folks in there. One of my biggest things is making sure I'm not capping my buyer clients and making sure their mortgages are comfortable, right? I, this is my biggest thing. Make sure it's comfortable because Lisa will do her best, but Lisa is not paying your mortgage. I'm going to come visit. I'll come hang out. I'll come at the baby shower. I'll come at the wedding. I'll come at the, you know, every event, you know, just, but as you know, I'm coming as a guest not paying that mortgage. So the reality here is make sure you have budgeted for this. Okay. Budgeted for this reality, the, the cushion here, we're talking about how much you should be budgeting for in terms of reserves, 5% of the home purchase price, 5% of the home's purchase price is what you should be budgeting for, for the oopsies. Oops. Dang. I need a roof. Oops. Although the reality is with these particular loan products, but there's been some really, uh, there's been some unscrupulous people in this business. So you, you know, it's the best you can do is do your home inspections. We talked about inspections. And I think also who's in this group is also the group that waived appraisal contingencies. Uh, although if you were on FHA loan, you not something you can waive, but you may have been able to renegotiate the price if it didn't appraise or if you made up the price indifference, right? So essentially what has happened in the high price or high times of the market is people overpaid and then the market shifted downward. However, we're talking about we are watching ourselves go downward into a price correction. So what does that mean? 
That means that even prices have gone up by 44% is what I was reading, 42 to 44%. It has adjusted downward. So you're still up by like 36% is what I'm understanding. And so you're still winning. In fact, I one of my clients bought property uh, in the last 10 months. And now he's listing, he just texted me, we just listed one last week. And then he's listing the next one. He texts me today, he says, hey, this is ready to go. So we'll get the photographer out there and we'll get ready to list that one. And then he said, the third one is going to be ready by next Tuesday. So we're going to list the third property. These are all properties he purchased within the last 10 to 12 months during this time. He's up in value. He purchased, he got a great price. He's going to sell them and he's going to make a profit. Got to know what your exit strategy is. This is why I'm saying stick around. If you or someone you know purchased during this time frame, it's not one of those, I'm going to walk away because my mortgage is now more than my home is worth. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm getting ahead of myself, but don't do that. Okay, so stick around. We'll talk about this. Let's talk about this thing called EDPs. What are EDPs? They stand for early payment defaults. These are loans that have fallen delinquent or are now past due within six months of closing. That means the people in 2022, so we're at, let's see, the data from Black Nice, and that's where I source this information from. They did um, a report. They come out with a report, research company, and looks at the data across the real estate market and says, here's what we're noticing, right? Here's kind of what's happening, and we need to keep our eye on these things. And what they have noticed data was as of October. So we're in December. So those who close in October, let's go six months back. That would be who? Who's our folks? That are March folks. So March, April, May, June, July, August. No, too far back. October. So October, September, August, July, June. So our May, June. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Because prices were still high around June. I noticed May, June, there was still people were racing to get those interest rates in. I think they, I saw some loans locked in. Some of my clients locked it in at 4.22 in June is what I'm seeing around June. So about 4%, under 5%, right before it it ended up where it is now. And so those folks still paid a substantial amount, but if they did not put uh, you know, more than 10% down, if they didn't put more than if they put less, I do, I'll do it this way. If they put less than 10% down, that means they're at risk. Who is that? Those are low income earners, right? Our low income borrowers, those who were utilizing FHA loans, those who were also highly leveraged, meaning you're allowed to get an FHA loan. And I, let me, fin- Ooh, let me finish that thought. Cause most of them, most Americans have what? Debt. This is one of those loans that allows you to carry a high debt balance. And so you should have a great lender looking out for you that they're not going to put you in a property that you've got all this debt, add your mortgage as a housing expense, and now you're over leveraged and you're one paycheck away from being homeless. Think about that. That's essentially the debt to income ratio on the FHA loan. If I recall, right, if I've got any of my lender partners on here, let me know. What was it? It's as high as what, 51%? 51%? That's essentially 
a paycheck away. So if you stop working and you have been carrying the debt, you won't be able to afford your mortgage. <sighs> Let's invest wise. See, what I've seen recently, and here's my thoughts. I'm going to skip to this. What I've noticed, what happened in real estate is what happened in the college education, the college arena. We have pushed this concept of college, 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 that there was there's no financial literacy that comes with college. There's no financial literacy that comes with how to borrow utilizing student loans, how to repay those. What does it mean when you borrow it? What does it mean when you stop going to school and Sally Mae knocks on your door and says, we're going to start the clock on those interests and those payments? We're not oftentimes discussing that in the context of, oh, go to college and get this education because as we're noticing, this big push right now of student loan debt forgiveness. It's been a big push to go get debt, be indebted, indebted for a college education because we have been programmed and conditioned that that is the only way for us to earn and make a living and show that we are successful. But we've missed the mark. We've missed the mark because it's not coupled with the proper financial literacy. Instead, people use financial aid as a way to live. You're talking about people who are living and carrying six-figure student loans because they use that to live, pay for housing, buy their cars, offset you know, the tuition and the books, but you're borrowing and borrowing as long as you take how many classes? As long as you take three or four classes. You're guaranteed that money. And then there's the consequences that you finish and then your earning does not equate to the amount of debt that you borrowed. Same thing in the mortgage industry. We are pushing home ownership, pushing home ownership instead of, as you all know, my position is real estate literacy. I'm a real estate literacy advocate because the more I teach and educate the youth and the next generation, they understand the responsibilities that come with that. And yes, he who owns land has a voice, but at the same token, it comes with the expense of what? At whose expense that we've pushed this? Go do it, right? This is the time. There's a couple, I mean, I can go and quote you so much data and information. A couple things, millennials are an older group now. They're purchasing later in life than, young, than their you know, previous generations, later in life. They're starting kids later in life. They're starting and getting settled in careers later in life. Nothing wrong with that. It's just as they're all now doing it together at the same time as we're noticing pushing those numbers up in the demand is what we saw in the pandemic boom, 30 per, uh, what is the data? It said, ooh, 42% of those who purchase regret their purchase because they waived inspections, they waived appraisal contingencies, they got caught up 
like the generation that I see that's got caught up in the college push. Go borrow, go borrow, go borrow. Get that college education, get that college degree. And then we're realizing that the reason we now need student loan debt forgiveness is because the population who is to be transferring their earnings into ownership of real estate and keeping this economy and this great big machine called capitalism, we see it's no longer working because they can't qualify for loans because they have too much debt. See how that works? See how that works and really see how it works, but it's not. So stay tuned to see what happens there. That's going to be an interesting thing. So here we have those who, in terms of this data here, those who purchased during the pandemic boom, 30% of those buyers have less than 10% equity in their home. Is that a good or a bad thing? Is that a good or a bad thing? I say, if your game for getting into real estate, albeit ownership, it has to be long game. It has to be long game. This is one of the things I spoke with my buyer clients. I said, yes, you are paying top dollar during this time. Rates, awesome, but you're going to pay top dollar. And what does that mean? That means when this market adjusts, you're likely going to see a depreciation in your housing value. Is that a good thing? A bad thing, Lisa? I don't know what that means. That means is you will only realize it in terms of just like, let's say, the example of stocks, especially if those of you are watching this whole crypto thing kind of going through its going through its thing. It's like when you you don't realize the loss until you actually sell. You still need a place to live. You need a roof over your head. You can have still so many benefits with tax write-offs, mortgage interest deductions, some place to continue to build equity over time as long as you pay your mortgage. You pay your mortgage. You still get that offset a couple percentage because of inflation. And then depending if you're in a hypo sub market or you know one of the local markets that are still doing well you're still going to win in the long run. So this is why it has to be long game. Those who are feeling the pinch right now are my investors. In fact, I spoke to one of them on Monday, met him out in the field. He has been stuck with his flip for a year now. In fact, he's at 10 months. He's got two more months before it makes it a year. His carrying cost $6,000. This flip cost him 555000 That's just the strike price, meaning his acquisition price, not including how much money he's put into the house. I said, I got a buyer for you. Let's sell it at 820 I said, the data in this area does not support that you're going to get more than that. Like 820 is going to be based on the fact that it's pretty much close to new construction. You put an addition, you've got these high-end finishes, but the numbers are not there. To, your comps are not going to support it. So it's going to be a very specific buyer that has to be willing to pay top dollar. I said, listen, nothing in this area is moving at 800000 anymore. You can now kiss those days. Goodbye. 
not happening. And he wasn't willing to budge. He says he wants $899. He's like, if I sell it for less than that, I'm going to take almost a $100,000 loss. Again, I don't know his strategy. I'm like, hey, my thinking is if you've got all these other projects and flips, maybe take the loss, right? Write that off, end of year, fiscal year, and then start a new next year. We've got to learn how to offset those losses. That's what bankruptcy is, right? It is offsetting and resetting and doing it again. Again, whose strategy are you on? Investor, owner, OCK, long-term. Is it short-term, long-term? When I, I'm thinking of Idris Elba in, in that movie, Blood Diamonds, long sleeve, short sleeve. It's terrible, terrible example. But that's what popped in my hand. It's just... I have my moments too, you guys. <laughs> I say that to say, do not walk away. All right. If you're seeing that the market is slipping and you are underwater, if you're experiencing some financial hardship, if you feel like you made a mistake and you're overwhelmed, there's a couple things you should do. Okay. So I'm, I'm, this is me, you know, talking about the seriousness of it because that's where we are. Help is free 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Not with me. Well, with me, yes, but I'm going to defer and have you call HUD approved housing counselors. I can assist and help as best as I can to get you connected with your mortgage servicer and mortgage lender. We have talked about this in the past shows that it is very important to still know the difference between your mortgage servicer and your mortgage lender. So if you're getting mortgage statements from Mr. Cooper, that is a mortgage servicer. They are the middle person managing the payments and the records for the investor who owns your loan. You may have a mortgage lender that also services your loan, like some of the big banks, but even the big banks will outsource that because there's, there's millions of mortgages out there. They're not, they, you know, they've got a dedicated team, department, company that will do that. So, HUD approved housing counselors. I'll give you the number for those of you who are tuning in uh, on a radio podcast. You want to call 888-995-HOPE. That's H-O-P-E. Again, the number, the numerical number is 888-995-4673. Some things to think about as you're ex experiencing or exhibiting hardship. Forbearance. See, forbearance is an option. The mortgage servicer or the mortgage lender has to approve this. This is not something you get to decide on your own. You've got to apply for this and see if you qualify for your situation qualifies for lowering your payment for a limited time or pausing your payments. That doesn't mean the payment obligation disappears. No, 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 no. That's not what that means. No. That means you're going to make up those payments at a later date. In fact, some of you have been faced with those making up those payments at a later date when the forbearance expired in September of 2021. When the moratorium is started to end, which means come October 1st, 2021, if you were not current on your mortgage, that means your lender could report a negative, negative report missed payment on your, on your credit. Okay. Then there's loan modification. Now this can be, 
This is this can tread lightly with this is what I wanted to share about this, especially for those of you who close within the six month period, because the lender is going to be scrutinizing, um, especially if they bought that loan, they're going to be scrutinizing who put you in that loan because they have a responsibility to make sure that you can afford the mortgage. That was one of the things that came out during the Obama administration is that in the event that you defaulted on your loan in the first 12 months, the lender was now on the hook to buy back that loan if they had sold your loan to a third party, usually um, Fannie and Freddie Mac buying those loans, right? They package them, buy them over there, they bundle them and they sell them. And if you default and your loan is within that 12 month period, the lender who underwrote, who originated that loan is on the hook because they're like, something is amiss here. They'll pull your tax returns and make sure that what you reported on your loan application matches your, uh, your, your 1040, your tax return, 1003 matches 10 of 1040, that whole thing. Those are just forms, right? Your loan application matches your tax returns uh, because that again is, you know, that's a big deal. That's a big deal if you are defaulting in within 12 months. All right. But if you are not within that 12 month period and you're still kind of trying to catch up to life post pandemic, then you definitely need to consult with a professional about what your options are. And of course, um, I, I'll share with my team and I, I, I know I know our team, our brokerage isn't the only brokerage that does this, but you've got to find someone that's willing to coach you and walk you through what your options are and liquidation, meaning selling is the last option. Your mortgage company is going to say to you, they'll send you the letters. If you miss two payments, they will send you a letter and say, you need to contact a real estate professional and you might consider selling. It's probably going to be the saddest thing you'll have to do. Uh, I think it's more sometimes more shame, embarrassment, ego that gets involved. But listen, if you're going through a hard time, you've got to grow past that. If you if you have to sell your property during this shift, during this market, because that's where we're headed. You see the news that we are need to saddle up for tough times ahead. Not everyone's going to experience that depending on what industry you're in. But here is the reality. And I want to leave on this. I want to end on this note. You can re-enter the home mark, excuse me, home buyer market three years after foreclosure, after if, because once you get into forbearance and loan modifications, that means your credit is already messed up. You've missed payments, your credit is jacked up. So credit's jacked up, you're not saving enough or you didn't save enough when the payments were paused and whatever was going on and you're just feeling like you're doing this, you're trying to come from underwater Find someone that can really genuinely, genuinely look out for you and coach you through this so that you can maybe get some relocation money. That means through the sale, if it's a short sale, that you can get moving money to move, at least cover moving expenses. Uh, we talked about short sale and essentially you're not supposed to get any money off the deal because you don't have enough equity to sell and cover the mortgage that you owe. That's another topic we've talked about in the past. We'll certainly revisit it as we continue to watch the market uh, 
do its wild, wild thing. It's wild out here. But with that, I say, I want to say I love you. Stay vigilant. Do your due diligence and make sure you're reaching out to someone who's professional, experienced, and really genuinely cares about your situation. All right. That's my time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for uh, sharing. We have quite an audience today. Listen to you guys. Appreciate it. Maybe we should do a Ready, Set, Real Estate at six o'clock. No, I really appreciate it. And thank you, Andrea, for tagging and sharing to those of you who tuned in and checked this out today. Thank you. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. And we'll see you next week on another information-packed episode of Ready, Set, Real Estate. Bye.